Happy Friday. You're in for a treat today. And we know that these aren't the things that you maybe want to hear, but we get asked so many questions all the time. And a lot of, a lot of the time, 99.9% of the time, the answer is it depends because nothing is black and white, especially when it comes to our bio individual health. So that's what we talk about today and then give you some words of encouragement when you do feel like you are down and things just aren't working well. So if you like this episode, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And share it out. When you look good, you feel good. Uh-huh. That's the only way I feel you should. You know Coulda, woulda, never did it for you. Gotta do it for the love. love. Do it for the culture. Oh. Feel it in your soul. Life like a roller coaster. Got its ups and its downs, but you gotta keep going. Keep going. Don't stop when you still got motion. Nah. Stay dedicated. Daily devotion. It's Friday, which means many of us have reached our end in terms of our patience for the week. <laughs> I got no... No more Fs to give. No more Fs. <laughs> no F Fridays. Um, no. I, Friday I is what we used to call it. I love Fridays. It just, yeah. like, I just am so much happier on Fridays because, probably because, I mean, I love our clients, but when you have a day to work on things and catch up on things, you just feel, you know, you feel good. You feel accomplished. It's As long as you get those things done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is maybe 50-50. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe less. Squirrel. <laughs> Something else came up. Oh, I got to go do this. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And just the procrastination because, like, you're a little burnt out on Fridays, right? It's it's a long week. You're trying to be – I should really should probably not do creative days on Fridays because I'm not feeling creative on Friday. I just want to sit there and stare at the wall sometimes. Um, but, you know, hopefully you're having a great Friday. <laughs> and it's going better for you. Um Normally, I think lots of people like Fridays, right? Uh, so we want to bring up a topic today because I think that it is very and, – and this is the negative part about social media is when you're vanilla on social media and you're just middle of the road and you talk about drinking water and eating healthy and exercising moderately and getting enough sleep, no one cares. No one likes that shit. <laughs> You need to be aggressive and you need to be polarizing. And so then everyone thinks that that is what you have to do, that it is black and white. You have to always intermittent fast and you have to always eat keto and you can never have any alcohol and you can only work out in this fashion because hit workouts twice a week for 10 minutes or less and strength training four days a week in 60 minutes. And it has to be a half body split. Like you guys, we become so obsessed with, should I be taking this supplement? Should I be doing this workout? Should I be fasting? How long should I be fasting? It depends. And, and we know these are the answers that you don't want to hear. You hate but- them. And that's exactly why we're going to give them to you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is stagnant. Everything is ever changing. And every situation is going to be different, right? Like, For example, some people will tell you that you really need to fast at certain times of your cycle. My question is, what if I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I am like crazy hungry? My blood sugar is 72. I'm fucking hungry. Okay. This is like the hanger stage. I'm not going to fast uh, any longer because A, I don't feel good. And B, I need to be somewhat uh, functional cognitively and be a nice wife and a nice human and not be anger, <laughs> angry that I, you know, haven't eaten. And so, you know, I think it's really person independent. And then again, also depends upon what you're dealing with. Um, there is a large difference of someone fasting 
for, you know, the right reasons and someone fasting just because they saw somebody on the internet telling them that they should, Mm -hmm. you know, and with, to that tone, right. You've probably seen a lot of these reels out there, you know, and I I was going to remake one and then I was like, okay, this is just a, a lot of effort and B my kitchen's still not done. So I can't yet. But, you know, it's like you see something, it's like, don't eat eggs, don't eat steak, don't eat vegetables, don't eat turkey, don't eat beans, don't eat seeds. It's just like all of this conflicting advice out there. And it's like, well, what the hell am I supposed to eat, right? Because I'm also not supposed to eat processed foods and inflammatory seed oils. And then you just start to get so fear-mongered and anxious about everything that you put into your mouth. And so nothing is black and white. And this is why the work that we do is so intentional and so bio-individual with our clients because there's so much noise and confusion out there. People are doing more harm than they are good. I think the basics are why people don't want to see that because they know they should do those things, but they're looking for shiny objects. They're looking for you know one simple solution, one pill. One answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I think the biggest thing that we want to hit home today is that life is constantly changing. And what your body responded to in your 20s, if you try in your late 40s when you're going through menopause, you are in for a rude awakening because your body is very different. The stress, someone asked me the other day, we were on a call and we were going through genetics and she mentioned, why did, why was this never a problem when I was younger? And one, that's kind of a multifaceted answer. But the biggest thing to consider is that you are always accumulating stress. So on a day-to-day basis, what you're exposed to, the traumas you go through, the dysfunction your body creates over time, like it's always accumulating. That is, you guys, aging is a real thing. And I'm not saying that you can't age gracefully and healthfully and optimally, but you need to understand that maybe when you were shredded and you had 12% body fat and you were training five days a week or six days a week and eating, you know... 1800 calories working out two hours a day and you didn't have any kids is probably different compared to now when you have a full-time job, two small children, you only get six hours of sleep. Maybe it's broken sleep a lot of nights and you're working on your marriage. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of things going on there that are different. And so we need to accept that maybe something was an answer at one point for you. Maybe it wasn't the best answer, but maybe you considered it an answer at one point. And now it's not. Now it might make things worse. And even within the same year, things can look drastically different. And it's not just, oh, 10 years ago this worked. Maybe it's like, I don't know, five months ago this worked. But maybe your body was in a lot better place then. Perhaps you got exposed to bacteria or a virus and that wrecked your gut and now you're dealing with a ton of symptoms. Or maybe you went through a healing journey and felt really good, but then you had a divorce and everything hit the fan again and now you're dealing with a ton of symptoms again. Like it happens. And so it is not, here is the plan to follow forever and ever, period. It is, what is my body doing in this moment and gaining that biofeedback and making sure you catch things before they get really bad mm-hmm. and not ignoring the symptoms that you have and not just pushing through all the time. Because when that happens, like we talk about, symptoms don't just stay symptoms. They usually turn into other symptoms because it's a sign that your body's not doing great. 
And so if you ignore them and if you're like, oh, well, I was just tired. I can live with being tired. Then I got constipated, but like I was still fine. And then I started not being able to eat a lot of food. Like there is progression happening and dysfunction in a negative manner happening here. We need to pay attention to that and not just sweep it under the rug because you got to keep going because you're a mom and a business owner or, you know, an employee or whatever it is because your family needs you. Like, no, your body needs you and it needs you now. It needed you yesterday. And so that is why we do what we do and we have this podcast and we do all of these things because we want to create that awareness. And a lot of people just aren't aware. Yeah. And I think to that point, I often ask people when they're, you know, sharing their story with me let's go back and talk about what happened. What happened in 2014 when all of this stuff started hitting the fan? What type of life event did you go through? Maybe a big change. Did you have a loss? Was there a death in the family, you know, or a loss of a relationship? Was there a trauma, a physical trauma? Were you in a car accident? Like, did you have a surgery? There's a lot of things that people don't like make the correlation and connection of how much your body keeps score. And not only the immune system, but just, you know, your thoughts and how your central nervous system is responding, or maybe you're stuck in this state of, you know, fight or flight, and you're always so tense, right? Like a really great way to think about this is, for example, somebody starts talking to you about posture. What immediately happens? Oh, I better set up. I better pull my shoulders back and down, right? I realize that I'm slouching and I'm crunching. Uh, There's a doctor that I follow on Instagram and I'm blanking on her name right now, but she's got some good stuff. And one of the things that she was talking about even is how your sleep position. And I was like, oh, I sleep that way where you're like really coddled in and, um, you know, the way that you like move your arms can even show like, are you in this fight or flight state? You can't relax. Like, you know, again, your, your central nervous system, even though you know that you're in a safe environment might still feel stuck and you can't get, you know, into that parasympathetic state. A lot of times we see this actually with, um, homocysteine markers, uh, as well. So that tells us that, you know, things are blocked and you can't get out of that state. And so, when that happens, similar to what we talked about on Wednesday, things start to build up and accumulate in the body. And that's where the symptoms get worse and worse. And so it's not just thinking about like an exposure, like a tra- you know, a trip, I traveled to Mexico or wherever. It's also thinking about other things in your life that might've happened. And I actually just had this conversation yesterday with a client. Um, we were going through her GI map report and, you know, she has very high levels of H. pylori. Thankfully, she's not very, um, symptomatic with the upper GI stuff, but thinking about her history of the last four, six months, she's gone through a major breakup, a move and started a new job. Stress exacerbates things, right? The immune system is now kind of wiped out. Things are setting up shop and camp. And so this answers a lot of the other symptoms that she's had, but at the same time, people don't realize, well, how could I get that? You know, how could I get a parasite? How could I get H. pylori? H. pylori is passed person to person, oral spoons. You know, you share something, you take a sip of somebody's drink. They don't even know they have it. I mean, I think the stats are over 50% of the people have it at some level. Uh, but we, we have to think about stress and we have to think about how we can support the body, not just to resolve symptoms because everybody's looking for a supplement for the symptom, a pill for the ill right? The doctors, right? As we talked about before, they're thinking, here's the symptoms, here's a diagnosis. And uh, Becca actually sent me something this morning that I thought was really great based upon, you know, these diagnoses that we get. In one way, you feel like, okay, I have answers here. But in another way, is this really true? What do I do about it? How do I reverse it? 
you know, I had a client last week talking about her thyroid, looking at her antibodies. There's antibody activity, right? I'm not anybody to diagnose anything, but I'm letting her know your immune system, as we keep talking about, is responding and reacting to things. You've got to make some major changes here, or yeah, you are going to end up with Hashimoto's because right now your thyroid uh, levels look pretty good, but we can see that there's antibody activity. And so again, it's when you see these things, not just ignoring them and sweeping them under the rug and thinking, well, I'll just take a supplement for this. That should help. No, what's going to help is managing your stress, nourishing your body, focusing on sleep, getting rid of the junk, the junk in your life and all of the crap, right? The carbonated beverages, the processed foods, all of the alcohol, all of the sugar, all the toxicity from people that don't deserve to be in your life, right? As we're talking about this, thinking about things that are stagnant or not stagnant, nothing is stagnant. Your relationships are also ever-changing. It's okay for you to grow. It's also okay for you to grow out of relationships and move on from people that don't serve you or set some very clear boundaries. Because as Becca was saying, your body needs you. It needs you yesterday. And if you don't listen, you will never get to where you want to be. Mm-mm. I actually have been listening to Tony Robbins' videos. I love him. <laughs> I, I like motivated. So I'm someone that sometimes I do very well with external forces. So like... I love having a coach because it gets me out of my own Mm -hmm. head. I love having and consuming a lot of motivational inspiration content because again, it puts me in the right mind space because I tend to falter into a very negative place mentally. Like I know that about myself. And so to prevent it, I listen to a lot of Tony Robbins. And so he mentions a lot about what makes people happy. Progress makes people happy. And progress looks different in every phase of life. But the big point of it is that you are moving forward, that you are not letting whatever setback happened or whatever trauma or whatever thing happened in your life consume you for months and years on end. And that's where I think a big part with the diagnosis, okay, that is a state of your body right now. We've seen people heal from cancer. We've seen people reverse autoimmune conditions. We've seen people reverse diabetes. Because it's a diagnosis does not mean it is permanent. And so same thing to a lesser extent, if you are struggling in this phase of life, it is not permanent. You are not broken. It is a state of the system. And so take that information and think about it. What was going on lately? What did I change lately? What maybe hasn't changed that needs to change? Start to deduce your life and figure out what pieces could be contributing to it. And if you can't figure those out or if things have just gotten really out of hand, hire someone. Hire someone that has a a higher level of knowledge in the area of health that is willing to help you, help you and with you, not, you know, dictate you, but help you with you uncover what maybe the root issues are that have gotten you to where you are. And then later in life, Maybe things look different, you know, that we talk a lot about the triangle of awareness, longevity, performance, and body composition. Those are three pieces of a triangle. You typically cannot have all three at once. Anomalies, maybe. But at the end of the day, if you want to look the most amazing you've ever looked, sure, that can be a kind of a phase of opinion. That can be something that like, you know, you feel, but I'm talking about shredded. I'm talking about you want to be like super lean, low body fat. You're going to give up. A little bit of, you know, 
longevity and a little bit of performance because the people that are trying to run a marathon or lift the heaviest weight or compete in a CrossFit competition, now we're talking about performance. You're not worried about cutting calories to improve body composition. You're not worried about longevity. You're pushing your body to its limits. And then if you want longevity, guess what? Longevity requires feeding your body, nourishing your body, not going through. So like see where I'm at with in different phases of life, you might have different goals and that's okay. We need to respect those goals and understand that you technically aren't going to get all three of those. Yes, you want to have a balance as much as you can. You're not just going to like completely forego longevity, completely forego performance for body composition, but you need to understand that it's going to look different. And that is why things are never going to be black and white. You are never going to always need to be fasting. You are never going to always need to be eating low carb. You are never going to always need to be working out a certain way. It's going to change. And the number one thing you need to have in all of this is self-awareness, not just physically, but also mentally. Is it creating disordered thoughts? Are you getting really unhealthy in terms of your focus on, you know, calories or exercise or, you know, even the longevity piece? A lot of people get really into the biohacking Mm -hmm. and it can be a little cuckoo, you know? And so like have that self-awareness. Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? And do you feel good most of the time? Because at the end of the day, we're all going to have our day guys. Like, There are days I wake up and I feel a little bit more bloated and puffy. There are days I wake up and I feel a little bit more constipated. Like there are days it is not chronic. It is not for, and if it is, I pay attention to it, but realize everyone has those days and that is okay. So again, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Do you feel good most of the time? If you can check those boxes, I'd say you're doing better than about 95% of the population. Oh, yeah. I mean, I believe the stat is that 75% of the population over 40 has some chronic illness, and people above the age of 50 are on five medications or more. Mm -hmm. So if you don't fall into those categories, it's pretty dang good. Give yourself a break. Let, you know, it is normal some days to have off days. Like when we talked about a couple weeks ago, Last Tuesday, when Becca and I were podcasting, neither of us were on point. We were both just having a day. We felt burnout. We felt like we just want to lay on the floor. Oftentimes, we send each other text messages and say, I feel like just laying on the floor for about 10 minutes and just zoning out and not talking to anybody, right? But we can't always do those things, um, even though they're very helpful. And I encourage it uh, when you can. But you know, recognize that in different seasons, Things are going to, you know, change for what you need, not just physically, but I also think emotionally. And that's where I go back to and really stand by, you know, who are the people in your life that are filling your cup up and who maybe, who are people that you miss, right? That you have been so busy that you haven't reached out to and you haven't talked to, you haven't made time for, but you know that that person fills your cup up. I have a good friend, you know, we're trying to, with our mom schedules and work schedules, meet up for coffee and it's taken several months, but it's like, man, I I miss you. You know, I haven't seen you. And so I know that when I meet with her, even though on one hand, I feel guilty that I'm taking time out of my morning, you know, to have coffee with a friend, that's what I need. And that's okay. So you don't have to be productive 24 seven, like figure out what it is that you need, even emotionally and mentally and do more of those things. And you never know. You might also see that some of those physical things start to subside. Put a smile on your face. Never let them take your joy away. 
Let the sunshine make your day. Take your hand of your love, wanna dance the night away. Or get away and escape on a vacay. Life's a marathon, not a relay. It's up to you to do what you love to do. Let no one stop you.